0: All right, everybody. Welcome. We are at uh, 9.30 on the button here. It is Thursday, March 8th. This is our leadership call with Jason and Jeff. And this call is going to be fun tonight. Um, we're going to kind of get away from some of the business side a little bit tonight. We're going to talk about fitness, and we're going to talk about um, one of the most popular programs out there right now. People are either doing Les Mills Pump or they're doing P90X2, one of the two. It seems to be a clear delineation. A lot of great things about pump my wife is doing it and absolutely loving it I've done a few workouts myself and it is a lot of fun and uh, we have Joel Freeman on tonight so we're going to talk to him in just a bit appreciate you joining us tonight Joel
1: absolutely
0: um, before we do that just wanted to give a shout out to a couple of my coaches who have just changed uh, from coaches to Emeralds this week we got Steven McGlure and Steve Nuss if you're on the call congratulations guys brand new Emeralds on my team um, any other leaders on the call have any rank advancements that they want to bring up right now? Uh,
2: sure.
3: I just hopped on. I'll bring up a rank advancement. Go for it. Giovanna Botticelli, uh advanced to Emerald Coach this week.
0: All right, Gio. Anybody else, Ron? Uh, no, no one else from my organization. But you got some others coming up. I know that. <laughs> yeah, I got a bunch coming up. You got a bunch coming up. It's gonna be the Ron show here maybe the next week or two.
1: Hey Jeff, this is Jim Churchill.
0: Hey Jim, how are you, buddy?
1: Good.
0: We have uh yeah, Jim, you just hit Emerald last week. I don't know if you heard us mention your name last week or not.
1: No, I wasn't on last
0: week. Yep, yep. James was a brand new Emerald of 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 our team and part of Damien Gicho's team. So congratulations, James. Puck, hey, you got anybody second. from your organization you in front of your computer? <laughs> Jason, we might have lost Jason there.
4: Kate Jeffrey, I'm excited. I my second business center went Emerald.
0: <laughs> Christy Moore went Emerald. Was <laughs> she was she, but she not, also not telling you she's very close to three star qualifying too, in the first? So that's her being humble. Congratulations on going Emerald, Christy. Oh, thank you. Do you have any rank advancements from your team or anybody else?
4: Um. I have a I mean, I'm gonna have a lot coming up um real soon. Okay. But right now I mean like like in the next week I'm gonna have probably about four or five.
0: Awesome. Anybody else on the call, any other leaders or anybody have any teammates that uh change rank?
4: This is Damien Jeff. I think
5: I uh finally made it tonight.
0: Hey, awesome. Um guys just another housekeeping item just kind of remember that uh for those of you that are going to Summit you're going to be at Summit with us Joel? Uh
1: yeah, the Summit
3: in Vegas. Why would I ever miss Vegas?
0: Yeah, you're going to be there with us doing one of the Les Mills workouts.
3: Yeah, Sam, they, uh they've mentioned it to us. We haven't uh we haven't got any details on it yet, but uh they did tell us to block it out on our calendar. So yeah, I'll definitely uh plan on being there.
0: Yeah, I got a feeling that hopefully your class could, is going to be one of the popular ones.
3: Yeah, hopefully we get some workouts. in. I'd love to do some live workouts with everybody.
0: Yeah, it's gonna. Be, oh, that's what they are. I mean, that's a great time. You'll probably maybe even be able to sneak away and get one with Tony or somebody else too. Right on. A lot of lot of good times. But um, remember, guys. Any of you guys that hit Success Club in the month of March um, is going to get that invite to the Beachbody five year birthday party. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, someone keep me honest here, but I think that also might even get you into the the uh, I think there's another bash too. I'm not sure if it's a diamond reception or not, but I know for sure the five year birthday party.
4: So you just had to hit Success Club this month?
0: Yeah, from what I understand, from how I read it, you you make Success Club this month and or sell five challenge packs before summit.
4: Wow. You know when the pump's gonna be in the challenge packs? I have like I have, like, literally eight people waiting for it.
0: Oh, I have the same thing. You know,
4: Joe's,
0: Joe's program is very popular. From what I'm hearing, we might see it somewhere by the end of this month or early April. Okay. So we're. I think there's still some price points that they're figuring out with last Mills Pump because it's one of those programs that's a little bit differently priced than some of the other ones with the weights and everything. So they're still trying to figure that out.
4: With every penny.
0: So. Any other news anybody's got to bring up before we uh, kind of get right into our topic? Okay, great. Um, guys, we have Joel Freeman, uh, one of the trainers from the very popular Les Mills Pump-On. And um, I want to thank John Tatarty and Nancy for setting this up. This is completely their doing and y'all owe them guys a big thanks um, for doing that. So thank you, John and Nancy um if you don't mind i'm going to kind of turn it over to you for a minute just to give a little introduction because you have a a better relationship with joel than me right now and you guys have been talking quite a bit and if you don't mind i'll let you do the do the honor well
2: i'd like to uh thank everyone for you know allowing joel to be on the call tonight and um you know he uh the relationship that we have is obviously uh pretty intense one when I'm cursing at the uh the TV screen yelling at him during his uh dirty tr- chest track and uh you know Joel you can take it away from there man thanks a lot for everything
3: uh, thanks man um yeah I've been getting that a lot lately at the uh, I don't know if I've ever been cussed at this much in my entire life but uh I I'm uh I can't say I'm not enjoying it so no I definitely thanks for having me guys and it's uh it's really cool to be a part of this and it's is it's getting more popular, and, and you know, our, uh, my, myself and, and the rest of the, the teammates, my, my teammates Ben and all of them, it's it's uh, surreal. It really is. It's been a lot of fun. We we had so much fun, basically getting to do what we love to do. We've been doing for years and years, and um, finally getting to to share it with all of you guys and everyone else in the United States. If you know, if they haven't come into a gym, but they get to do it at home, it's uh, it really is. A, it's a dream come true for all of us, and so it's, it's been amazing and. Just so much fun to be a part of it with, with all you guys. Um, and John has asked me to. John asked me to be on the call, and, and was more than happy to, to jump on. And um, especially, it sounds uh, from from what I've been looking at, it seems this call um, a little bit different, and than um, some of the other ones. Yeah, the other ones on Facebook and the accountability groups and things like that. This definitely seems to be more of the on the business side of it, and which I really know nothing about when it comes to the Beachbody business aspect of it. Um, and so what I had suggested to Don is, is really just wanted to answer any questions I could with you guys it, when it came to the fitness aspect of Les Mills Pump. Um, I've been teaching Body Pump, uh, the program itself, for about eight years now, and teach a couple other Les Mills formats. And, and really with it being strictly in the gyms all these years and now it's coming to the, the home front, um, you know, there are a lot of questions. And even being a weightlifting workout, there's even more questions with that. So I really wanted to just uh, hopefully able to lend any expertise uh, that I can when it comes to the weight or whatever questions you guys are getting from people that are interested in it or have it or if you're even doing it yourself.
0: So, so. so Joel, I'll, I'll start with the first question. For right. for those people who maybe not be quite familiar with how West Mills got started and what the concept of it is, the whole pump concept versus something like, uh, which a lot of us are accustomed to, you know, like a P90X type workout, what's the main difference, and what's the, uh, you know, what, what what would be the, um, you know, the, the advantages of the pump style workout, you know, versus some traditional weightlifting, how does it really work?
3: That's a good question, a um, couple different aspects of it, you know, if, if, uh, if, you know, if you've seen the, the book that comes with the Les Mills pump, they do, there's a page on there that has the, uh, the history of Les Mills and the 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 culture, the Maori culture, the New Zealand aspect of it, and it's really come—it's come a long way. And so, what they've done is they've taken you know that traditional weightlifting ideology, where you go into the weight room and you lift a bunch of heavy weights, and you do three sets, uh, three sets of eight to ten reps, and you're doing as heavy as you can for failure, and that's that's what really builds that bulk and, and gets that whole muscle look. And that's where that traditional idea of weightlifting has always been. And years, you know, 20 plus years ago, uh, the Mills family and came together with quite a few other experts in New Zealand, and, and really started putting something together that they knew they had an idea, and they and they did a really great job with it, and knew that that wasn't just the only way to lift weights. So they they took that idea and they expanded on it, and it is what Les No Pump is today. In addition to the rest of the program. and so you guys, have, I'm sure all have heard the words the rep effect, and that's the
0: the quick little name that
3: they came up with to to really get everybody a good idea of what that goes into. And and like we talk about, you're doing over 800 reps in an hour, eight major muscle groups, 10 tracks total. So you're getting, and that's a full body workout. Um, That's where it changes the game. And and that's where we were really excited when we heard this product was going to come out to the home front because we knew that nothing else is, nothing else like that is out now. Everything, all the other programs have been out. Obviously, you can't dispute the results. They do an amazing job. But this is something different because you are doing strictly weight. And people often forget how many calories you can actually burn while you're weight missing. You don't have to just run on the treadmill. Grand, you'll burn a lot of calories in a different way. So with all that put together, when this came out, it's – it really has shown, and I think it's showing the difference with everybody and they're starting to do it and they're starting to see the results of how fast it actually does change your body because you're using light weight, but you're going lots of reps, that low resistance, that's where you convert the fatty tissues into lean muscle mass, and that's, that's the difference. Awesome.
0: How long have you been a, a pump instructor, Joel. Joel? What's that? Sorry? How long have you been a pump instructor? How did you get into it?
3: Uh, I took, let's see, I've, so I've been teaching body pump. Body pump was my first program, and it, um, I got started by, I had actually was a general manager of, uh, of a gym in, in Washington, and I had never been involved in group fitness. As long as I had been in the gym industry at that time, um, I, I had never been involved in group fitness. It, it kind of poo-pooed it, and uh, a friend of mine um, asked me to come try pump one time, and I, and I went with her and took it, and it actually... Killed me. <laughs> I couldn't walk the next day, and I was, I was intrigued because I I didn't even lift that much weight. I'm like, what what happened? I I didn't lift anything. How come I'm so sore? And so I really, I was pretty much was instantly hooked from that point on. And so ever since then, um, pump uh, pump has been almost nine years. I've also teach uh, body combat, which has been about eight years, and that's been my main program of the years. Also the the core program for myself, which is DX work. So uh, all in all, almost nine years. Um, and, and been heavily involved with
0: the company ever since. Awesome. Well, I don't want to hog all the questions, guys. Is there any anything that you want to ask from a Les Mills perspective or just anything about Joel's background or anything in that, in, in that general nature?
6: I do. This is Christina.
0: Hey, Christina. Hey.
6: Um, I have two questions. First of all, um, would you please say hello to my daughter Haley? She's Hi, Haley. Hi. Hi. <laughs> She's thrilled. She's one of your biggest fans at my Fit Club. Oh, and oh thank you. <laughs> and speaking of my Fit Club, um, it is on fire right now with the Les Mills Pump. I had 27 people last week. I might be looking for a bigger um, bigger space because of it. So my question oh. for you is not everybody has the barbell yet. Is it okay to modify with the free weights set? I have them use. I, I show them kind of how to, to modify with lunges, and, you know, it's kind of tough with the clean and press, but I try to help them modify with that. Is that okay?
3: Well, I'm not going to say it's not okay because you can do there's, – there's modifications for any exercise that you, that you do that, or that's in Les Mills Pump. Now, Les Mills Pump is the original barbell program. And uh, a lot of the exercises are geared towards using the barbell, so some of the – basically what they shouldn't expect is – I'd say they shouldn't expect the same results if they're not using the proper equipment. It's not to say that they, they can't or that they shouldn't or they're going to hurt themselves if they're just using hand weights or plates, but they're not going to get the same effect. Doing uh, a chest press with dumbbells is you're, – you're, you, yes, you're utilizing your chest muscles, but you're doing it in a different way than you would be with the barbell. Or excuse me right. – um, not, I can't. My personal opinion, no, it's not uh, out of the question, but they shouldn't expect the same to see the same results out of that because you're not. You won't be able to isolate the muscles the exact same way that you would if you had
0: the bar. Great,
6: great. That helps a lot. Thank you.
0: Hey, Christina. Just, uh, just, uh, you know, two cents. You know, just uh, with them selling the individual barbells now, that might be an option for you. To have a have something set up there to place that when you're at your your fit club. So when you know the next week comes, these people at least had the barbells to do the workouts with you.
6: Yes, that's true. I offered that to them, so we're we're getting something. Something's in the works right now.
0: Good deal. Very cool. Yeah, it's kind of nice Very that they're starting deal. to sell the equipment separate now. So that's good.
4: Great. Yeah. I want to. I'd like to say something. This is Christy, if that's okay. Hey, um I I just wanted to, Joel. I just really, really, really am ecstatic. That um, you guys did this um, um, put less mill pump uh, out on DVD um, because I have always been scared of weights um, my whole life because I was always afraid I was going to get like look like Helga and um, I just love the music um, I love all the instructors you guys are just all so cheerful and happy and positive and I love how you're constantly you know making sure that we keep our form. And that we stand up straight, and you're constantly putting a reminder. And um, I just think this is just just fabulous. I mean, this is one of the best things um, that you guys did for Beachbody. We really, really needed something like this, and and um, I love the music. So uh, I really, really appreciate um, you working with Beachbody and doing these DVDs. Yeah, absolutely.
3: You know, and and you. You brought up, a, you made a couple points in, in what you just said, and uh, if I can take a second, the the really the things that w- what's so much fun to watch is seeing how excited people are getting about something that, like I said earlier, that we've we've already been doing. We've been doing this in the clubs. This has been in the clubs for a very long time, and so it. Our goal with this whole thing was to reach out to people to say, "Hey, this this is the this is here. You can do this. You don't have to just go into the club to do it." And so what you're talking about is with the, the music and the the focus on the form and the technique and everything. That's that's always been there. We've never we didn't do anything different that we do in a regular class that we did on those DVDs. And and I and that's why I'm so. It was almost a relief as we see the feedback and it's also really exciting to see how, how positive the feedback has been with everybody uh, because, like I said, we didn't really change that much. If you come to a live class, you might feel a little bit, it's a little bit different experience because you have a live instructor in front of you, but you'll still hear, you'll still be in the same setup as you do in those uh, the Pump Revolution, Pump Extreme, those 55-minute workouts. It's the exact same setup. It's the exact same um, track uh, selection in that order. Um, and uh, so it's it's really cool to, to hear that you guys are all enjoying that because, like I said, it's that's what we've been doing. That's what that's our passion this is. What we love to do. This is what this, it, it's what hooked me from the very first day I took it, and why I love absolutely, absolutely love teaching.
4: Yeah, we live in the middle of nowhere, and so I'd have to drive forty minutes to get to a health club to do <laughs> to do the pump. And I didn't really know what it was about. You know, I just thought it was just building muscle, and so i was always been scared of that. And so this is, I have three small children, so this is a way for me to be able to still do the pump in my own home without um, having to drive 40 minutes to the club.
3: Absolutely, and that's the other the the other key point on this whole thing is the fact that if there's not a gym in your area or a gym large enough to have a group exercise program or bring in less meals, now you get to, yeah, you get to do it your own home. That's, and that's just amazing. I love to hear that.
4: I have a question. Can you hear me? Sure, we can. Okay, so is it better to, if I feel like something's too easy, is it better to put on heavier weight to where you're struggling a bit or should you just, like, where's the middle? Like, should should you go with it being maybe too light or is it better to push yourself a little heavier?
3: Well, the question is
4: how
3: how do you feel at the end of the track?
4: You good feel like pain. You, could, you could, like, <laughs> what's that? You guys say good pain.
3: Yeah. Now, do you feel, so at the end of the track, do you feel like you could have done more. So if you finish, so we'll, we'll, we'll just use the chest track, for instance. That's
4: okay, so okay. for example, the chest, like, five is like nothing, and maybe it might, I mean, five on each side, maybe, you know, might be a little bit sore, but tens by the end, I'm like, I can barely move it, but.
3: Mm-hmm. So you, with I, hands, can, you fin- can you finish the track with ten? Yes. You can't.
4: I can, but it's. I mean, it's a struggle. It's like when you're saying we're almost done, I'm like almost in tears in a good way. Is right. that good? Well, and yeah. Well, that, and
3: that's, you know, the, obviously the first thing is is safety and, and making sure that you do not hurt yourself. But if yeah. you, what I've always told my participants that if if you go into a track and you do the entire track and when you're finished. You feel like you could actually do like three more, four more, five more reps. Then it's probably time to add a little bit of weight to that bar. Now, okay. there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing wrong with adding the weight and taking it back off. Do half of the track right. with the extra weight on there, and then take it off halfway through if you feel like you can't finish. Is there's there's absolutely nothing wrong. And, and one of the other calls that we did, I uh, did not too long ago, um, we, we addressed this, and, and it was it's simple, to sure. fact of, after you do less Mills Pump for so long, even if it's, it, it, um, not, it doesn't even have to be a long time, like years, we could talk like 30 days, a couple months, is people tend to forget uh, that you can go up a weight, and plus they feel co- at the comfort level. So yeah. a lot of people tend to not do that, and they stick with this, and we see this in the gyms all the time where people have been doing the exact same weight for years in body pump, and it doesn't do any good. There's, there's always – you can always get a little bit better. You can always get a little bit stronger, and so what my suggestion would be is add that weight and see what happens. And like, like if you can finish the track, then and you're not hurting yourself, then mm-hmm. in my opinion, that's the correct way that you should be using. Now, if you you said the ten, you know, by the end of it, you're you're close to tears, but you're finishing it. Now, hopefully, it's, it's tears because you're working so hard. Not oh yeah, pain. good stuff. But okay, so if it's good tears, then. To me, that's a, that's a successful workout. That's a successful, you just did a successful track, chest track. And that's where you know now it will get that point where, or if it does get to that point where you're doing 10s and you feel the same way with the five, um, you know, then again, you just throw, you know, throw a little, just a couple pounds on the side and do half the track and then see how you feel at the end of it or feel halfway through it. But as I've always told my participants, is if nothing else, even add the weight and Take a break halfway through it and take it off, but just try to do it, even if you do that drop set where you only do half with it and half without you're still challenging yourself
4: right
3: that that answer your question there
4: yeah I was I know that working to fatigue is good, but I know that there's a point when you don't want to lose your form, so I kind of want to make absolutely. sure, and I don't want to waste my time doing it if it's too easy I'm like Okay, I just wasted my time here. I need to do something that hurts in a good way.
3: Right, and there's a lot of things. And you, know, you, you bring up a point of the form, and, and there's a lot of things and you guys have all seen if you watch this out how attentive we are to form and making sure that you're doing it correctly. And with us not being there to make you know to watch you doing it, then there's things that we there's reasons that we said all those different things was to help you guys be aware of your own form. And so those are the things that you should always keep in mind when you're doing any weightlifting workout, not just lessons than but any weightlifting workout, is are you feeling it where you should be? Are you not feeling it where you shouldn't be? So if you're doing the chest, you shouldn't be feeling your shoulders or your neck or anything like that. Are you bracing your core or are you keeping your shoulders pulled away from yours? Is to be attentive of those things. And the more attentive you are to your form, the stronger you'll actually be with the exercises you're doing because you're bracing your body and supporting your body in in the way it needs to be in order to successfully complete that exercise. So, yes, first and foremost, safety in in your form is always going to be the key, no matter what weight you do. Um, But there is also a point, too, is if if you go on the other side of this, there is a point, too, where if you're not doing weight in some of those exercises, like the clean and press, you actually will be doing it wrong because you're not using bigger muscles. You're just using little tiny muscles where you can do an overhand curl as opposed mm-hmm. to a lift, mm-hmm. so there's that there's a there's a balance there, and it just takes it takes time to go through there. Um, and you know, you try try some weight if you finish the track and feel like you do more next time. Up the weight, and see how you feel. See if you can find your happy medium.
4: Cool. Thanks.
3: Absolutely. I have a question. Um, I'm uh I've been a regular kind of you know Tony Horton guy, Power 90, P90X, uh, doing mp 90 x for a while. And I'm just wondering, um, you know, I haven't even actually seen the Les Mills pump, but
2: is it more specifically designed for, you know, in my case,
3: if I really want to slim down to define my muscle, would Les Mills pump be really good for that? I, absolutely. I think Les Mills pump is uh, it, it, it's a good complement to a lot of any or anybody's workout routines, and with with the program you get, um, I believe in the package. And, and excuse me, I'm not 100% familiar with everything you get, but I know you get some cardio. You get attack, you get sports attack. You also get some combat and step. So there's some cardio programs involved as well. Body Pump is is a weightlifting workout. You know, not to be mistaken that if you do Body Pump, that replaces your cardio. Um, so I think if you combine that with something else you're already mm-hmm. doing, like P90X, I think you, I think the results are, are endless. I think you could achieve anything you want. So if you're going for that long, lean look, then body pump with, with, with your muscles, then less mills pump is the way to go with that. Um, and it's just going to be a matter of you really going and trying
0: it out and giving it a shot and see how you feel at it. So I like what you just said, Joel, because I'm one of the guys that, um, this is Jeff. I'm I'm one of the guys that really loves the weights, okay? Most people on this call who know me know that I'm just a – I love lifting weights. so those are my favorite days. I don't especially like cardio that much. I know it's necessary and it's important, but I know the concept, too. You, you'll you burn more calories even after a weight routine for several hours after than even a little cardio. So I liked what you just said, and I just kind of wanted you to expand on that for a second. The less meals pump um, workouts could be replaced – um, for days for cardio for me?
3: I I don't want to say that it can, you can replace it with cardio or or, excuse me, replace it in in, or take it in place of the cardio, whatever you're going to be doing. Now you can burn a lot of calories doing less Mills pump, but we did a caloric expenditure test at the beach body office to do that. So everything you guys hear when you say you can burn over a thousand calories an hour, we know that because we did, we were hooked up and we did the caloric expenditure test. Um, I burned over a thousand calories doing one pump class and some of the, some of the other guys that like Sheldon and Ben who are in, in Petter who are machines that can pretty much probably lift me. They burned way more. I mean, it was, it was amazing. Like it was over 1500 calories. And these guys were grand. They were lifting some heavy weight, but they were still burning a lot of calories. So when it comes to, again, what your, whatever your specific goals are, whatever you're trying to accomplish, Let's go pump. If you go, if you push yourself and you get that full workout in, especially when you get to the 55 minute workout, you know, to me that's a full workout, and you are getting some card and you are getting your cardio. Um, to say it can replace all forms of cardio, I don't, I don't believe that. I don't think that's true, and I don't think that anything that we're doing is preaching that. Yeah. Um, the the thing with us, when it comes, to, especially when it comes to weightlifting, um, is with the like I, I've lifted weights my entire life as well. I love weightlifting. I was a weight room guy. I've always have been. I've never been very big but I was always just into the weights. I and mean, that's what I thought weightlifting was supposed to be. If you go into the weight room, you, you lift the, the dumbbells and, and the chest press and that's what you do. Machines and um, barbells and classes were for uh, well, you know, for for girls. That's what I thought. And so I don't and the reason I say that is because I want everybody to know that uh, I didn't my background Wasn't coming up and and going to school to be a a fitness, you know, a personal trainer or anything like that. Like, I discovered a group fitness class and fell in love with it and realized what it did for my body and how much it changed my body. And so then from that point on is when I dedicated myself to doing everything that I do now. But I came from the exact same background like you're talking about of just lifting weights. That was my weight. Cardio, who needs it? I might go run a little bit, but that's that's so that's where I came from as well. And, and but when I took my first pump class, and then ever since then, the, the results that I've seen and the way it's changed my body over the years, it, it's amazing. I mean, there's, there's no way
0: I would get the same
3: results if I just did the weight room.
0: What is the most cardio similar cardio type uh, workout that that is the most pump where you would get like the most cardio in, in a in a weight routine? Say that one more time. I'm sorry. If you were to pick one of the the workouts, you know I'm looking uh, at your all oh, the list of them right. I got in fr- the the whole program in front of me right now. Which one would okay. have the most cardio in it with the weights?
3: With the weights, the well with the weights you're going to probably get the most cardio be, uh, out of the Pump Extreme or Pump Revolution because those are the 55 minute workouts. Okay. So you're going obviously you're you're lifting weights a longer amount of time than the the Pump and Shred, which is 45 minutes. Or I think the challenge, which is thirty, um, so that might be twenty minutes. So obviously, you go—you know—you're lifting weights a little bit longer. You're going to burn more calories.
6: <laughs> Excuse me, I do um, the last Mills Pump, and I, I love it, absolutely love it.
4: Um, I was doing Turbo Fire before that, and so what I do is I rotate my Pump Extreme, Pump and sh- Shred. Pump revolution, and then in between those days, I do it three to four times, and then do my turbo between or my turbo fire. Is that a good system to have, or should I get the pump cardio's? Or
3: uh, well, what I do think I, I think that's a I think that's a great system. I mean, what you're what you're doing is you're doing a cross-training program, so it's not. You know, I think when it comes to whatever you're doing, and this is I've said this. To people in the gyms for years. Is, you know, I'm never going to tell you you should do this. You should do this exactly. Is as, as long as you're getting across a healthy cross-training program in your daily routine, then I call that success. So now, of course, being with Les Mills and teaching in these other formats as well, I would obviously mm-hmm. go with the the less. I would say, yeah, you should do the the, the less mill combat. Um, right. And, the, and also the less of attack and the, and the step because I'm more familiar with those, and so I know what those can do for you. The Turbo right. Fire, I'm not as familiar with. I've seen it. I, I, I think we did one, but it, I'm not as familiar with it, so I can't really speak to that. But you are still doing something that is a cardio workout. So, in essence, if we're talking from a cross-training perspective, then I would say, yes, that's a good, that's a good uh, schedule you have set
6: up. Okay. Um, I have a question. I actually have this is Lynn. I actually have a different problem. I'm the opposite. I love high intensity cardio and I've been afraid to try pump because I'm afraid it's not intense enough. And now I've reached a point in my training where I can't do I can't do the the high impact activities for quite a while. And so I'm looking to fill that void but I really I really need to feel exhausted and I really, I don't like weightlifting because I find it so slow.
3: Uh, you know, I think uh, I, I simply can say the proof is in the pudding on that one. And, I, and from everything, obviously I'm going to say it's it's a great workout, but I think if you, you know, talk to your, talk to all your other coaches that are involved in this and, and look, and I've been watching the Facebook feedback and, you know, and people are talking about how heavy a spoon it feels after they, they finish doing the pump workout. Um, so it's, it's not high-impact cardio class. It's, it's not that. It's, it is definitely a more low-impact, light resistance, but a high repetition. And I can pretty much guarantee you that if you do that and you do it right and you work up to those 55-minute workouts, even if you have to do the 20- or 30-minute workouts, that you probably won't say that that was easy.
4: I'm going to, actually, i like to comment on that, on what she just said. Um, My favorite workout was Insanity with Shanti, where, like, sweat is just pouring off your face. Yeah, I like that kind of workout. Yeah, and nothing else compared, and I'm like, oh, great. Yeah. Um, I really, I just can't find anything I like better than Insanity. I'm in trouble, and then Les Mills came out, you know, because I did did Insanity, like, literally three rounds, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, yeah, you know, I really love it, but I kind of want to change, and so... I, um, I got less of pump, I was nervous, but I honestly can say that I think the pump actually beat out insanity, and that, that to me is like hard to do, um, mm-hmm. because the music, I mean, they, you know, the music is so awesome, you get so pumped up, it's like an adrenaline rush, <laughs> um, that like, I, you know, for me it was, and I just... Um, if you're an insanity person, because their combat, their work, their combat workout reminds me, it's pretty intense. Like it's, it's pretty close to insanity. Um, but they're, um, it's, it's, it's intense in a different way. But um, I'm finding that most people that love insanity are loving the pump. You okay. know what I mean? They go hand in hand. Um, okay. It's just a different, you know what I mean? But it gives you a rush, you know what I mean? Like you would insanity. Okay.
3: Yeah, and and thank and thank you for that. I, I think there's um, when it comes to these workouts, and this is there's some other things with it, and we've we've already touched on the music and, and things like that. Is the music is what drives our workouts, and this is how Les Mills uh, does it with these. Music is such plays such a big part, and music plays such a big part in our, all of our, our daily lives anyway. Why not should it play such a big role in your workouts? And so we really. We really get to use that, and we draw off the songs. We draw off the energy of these songs, the lyrics, the artist, the, the the even if there's sassiness to it, or if there's grit, or anything like that. And and what Liz Mills has done so well is taken these workouts and put them to this music, and it really the workout goes up and down with the songs, and that's that's why I love it. I'm I'm a huge music buff. I love all types of music, and so I I love this aspect of it, and. When it comes to the workout itself you, you, when you start doing it, you'll find yourself doing the exact same thing with that music is getting into it, you get into the gritty sections um you, you know, and then you ease back and you go so there is it's a it's a journey in the workout itself, and I think that's what a lot of people are seeing and they're enjoying that okay so in other words Hi, you, 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 you gotta get question. it, you gotta try it. <laughs>
6: Hey Joel, I have a question. Okay. Um what I know we were talking about, we love your workout. We love everything
4: about it, but I want to know what was it like um when you were filming. How did you get picked? Like what was that whole process like?
3: Okay. Um you know the the, the filming thing was uh the filming thing was interesting. I'll tell you, I tell I got to be honest with you. Um at the very beginning, they they picked us um Myself and the rest of our, our group, the rest of our trainers, uh, they're all. We've all worked together for the most part. All of us have worked together before, even though we're all from different parts of the world. And this is the beauty of Les Mills: is it's international. So um, a lot of these guys they were already really close friends of mine, and we've worked together in New Zealand. They've been in the states, and, and we've been in other parts of the world together uh, working for Les Mills. So they, they, what Les Mills had done when they teamed up with Beachbody is they came up with a, a pool of. Of trainers and that these are the people that we think we can use and and so they and beachbody collaborated with that that pool of people um however large it was and then came down to the 13 of us um well more, more, i think 18 actually total so they 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 so that's how they came up with it they um i was over there for another project with them at the time and when they picked me and um we got to and then it it was amazing it's it's an amazing honor to be a part of it and then we got to do the when we did the filmings over there it was um it was pretty intense and the the biggest challenge for us was we were staring at a camera um and coaching to a camera we were coaching to something that didn't give us any feedback in in the way of usually when we coach the participants uh you know we get something back from them Eye contact, uh, facial expressions. They, if they're doing something wrong, we get to correct that. And so we had to really kind of go to the basics of, of our teaching um, at, a, at a point and say, okay, these are the things that we know people are doing that will they will do wrong. These are those, those follow up cues and all these different things that we know we should say. And so it um, it was pretty intense. It, it really was. It was uh, it wasn't as physically demanding at some points as it was mentally. Demanding for us to really focus and make sure that we were getting those coaching things out to for everybody. When you just have a lens staring at you, (laughs) so it was. uh, There was a couple points. I think we might have all had a mental breakdown at one point or another. It was. It ended up being a lot more of a challenge than any of us ever expected. It was. An amazing experience, and uh, and these guys, these trainers, are my brothers and sisters for life. Now we spent so much time together, so it's been. Yeah, amazing journey. And then the, the most rewarding aspect of it now is to see all the success of and the feedback from the people that are participating in. Not the fact that selling millions of copies. It's the fact that people see how, how good the product is and, and they're seeing the results themselves. And that was the whole original intent for us to do it.
0: So Joel, I always love hearing stories like that about how, you know, Beachbody and the programs come together. Have you had any interaction with Carl Deichler and, you know, your opinion and just what he stands for based on your, your uh, experience with how Les Mills was courted?
3: Yeah. Um, we, we all got to meet Carl. Uh, he flew over to New Zealand during the, when we were doing the project, he was only there for a few days, but we got to meet him and, and talk with him. And then, um, we uh, got to say hi to him briefly when we were back in LA uh, doing some some rap stuff um, at the office, and uh, yeah, all the the group, and not just Carl, but all of them, they they, you know, there's no question they have done an amazing job with everything that has been out up until this point with P90X and everything, and I mean, you know, P90X are in pop songs now, the lyrics are, so it's for what they stand for, and I think it was it was just a matter of time before Beachbody and Les Mills teamed up. Um, and it usually when, it, when we say it's a matter of time, it's all about the right time. And three years ago, two years ago, might not necessarily have been the right time with, uh, for what Les Mills was doing with a lot of things and all the, the innovations that we've been doing with, with Les Mills Pump or with Body Pump and then when they teamed up with Les Mills Pump. The same thing with Beachbody. So I think, I think the timing couldn't have gotten any better. And I, I I love all the Beach Body crew. They they were they were great. They um they really embraced us, um in our culture and, and we did vice versa. And it's uh it's been amazing, especially with a, a company like Les Mills that is from a completely different part of the world and has such a strong Maori culture and where I'm I'm from Southern California and I feel more uh Maori than I do Southern California at times, especially when I'm involved with them. That's how strong their culture is and how much of an effect it has on uh, uh, has on all of us. And so it's great to basically two uh, powerhouses collide and, and come out with an amazing product.
1: So, Joel, this is Jim. A question for you, and this may be a silly question, but oftentimes we get approached by people who may be 50 to 100 pounds overweight starting out What's your recommendation? You know, when you look at all the beach body products, as to which way to go, because I'm kind of a P90X snob, if you will, and that's kind of where I'm at. But you know, in directing a person that's that big or has no fitness level at all, is that too much for them? The less, the less mills.
0: Yeah, would pump be something that you would that you do? You guys see people that are that overweight, um, Joel, in your in your classes?
3: We've seen, yeah, 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 I can answer that with a yes. Um, my caveat to that is not a lot because we are, this program has been in the gyms exclusively. So you, if you think of the the uh, the mindset that a lot of people have had over the years, especially if they're that much overweight, the majority of them won't go into a gym until they do something at home first. And that's been the concept of, uh, or not even the concept that's been, I can't tell you how many times I've heard at the gym. Well, I got to get in shape before I come to the gym. Or, I got to get in shape before I got to, before I come try one of your classes, um, which always sounds silly to me because I always I'm like, well, you should go there to get in shape. But yeah, we've seen, but we do get a lot of people in there that are overweight. Um, if we start talking, you know, quite a, a, a bit overweight, a hundred pounds or more then you know, there's a couple of factors you guys, there's more factors you have to take in at that point about their health and safety. And, I I would never, if someone's 100 pounds overweight, I would never tell them they need to go start with a high-impact cardio program. Now, I've done P90X once or twice. I haven't done it. I've never done a full program from start to finish, so I don't know the the intricacies of it and the ins and outs. So I don't know about the options that it offers and things like that. But I would never tell anybody if they're 100 pounds overweight to go start on a, a First thing on a high-impact cardio workout because that's that's just at that's just asking for problems and um, issues body now Les Mills pump is not high impact it's lightweight you can actually do the whole program with no weight even if you wanted to using just your body weight with some of these exercises or just an empty bar and you're moving and that's that's I think that's a big first step so if someone came to me and they said they were 100 pounds overweight and they wanted to try it, then I would abs- I would suggest that. And the great thing about less-nose pump is it also has increments. It starts with that 20-minute, and then it goes up to 30 and 45 and so on and so forth, whereas we've never really had that in the gyms before. We always have that full 55-minute uh, minute format. So you guys actually have a little bit more of a leg up when it comes to a training program with it than has been in the, the gyms before, and I think that's really cool.
1: No, this is John. That, that answer that? Yeah, kind of. I just I was just curious because you know so many people do that. They're like, well, I can't do that. And you know, PNX has always been, you know, you do what you can do and don't worry about the rest. And I guess the approach would be the same there, other than than heart rate issues. Obviously, if they you'd probably want them to wear a heart rate monitor if they were going to do that, because obviously it's there is some aerobics to it.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. Well, the the aerobic aspect of it, I mean, is is from moving.
1: You're, right. you're moving,
3: and then you're obviously lifting some weight, so that's going to start burning that uh, the, the burden of fatty tissue as well when you're trying to convert fat to, to lean muscle. Now, the the option, this is the great thing about Less Mills Pump, and again, not speaking of the other programs, because I'm not as familiar with them, is I'm aware of all the options that Less Mills Pump has to offer as the rest of the Less Mills programs have to offer, and every single program mm-hmm. has options from starting from the person who is 100 pounds overweight that, you know, can barely move to the person who has been doing this for years and years and years and they can do a lot of weight. There's those options from, from you know, below beginner to above advanced. And so I would have no – I would not be uncomfortable suggesting that to anybody to try out just to get started to work out.
0: Yeah, James, I mean most of our starter programs really are kind of built for those people like Power Ninety and things of that nature. But right. um I, I, I can see some Joey tell me if you agree or disagree. I could see some Well I
1: actually had somebody ask me today, that's why I brought it up. I was like, yeah, I, I, know, I, I, really I, I, I personally,
0: you know, love power ninety for that type of program because, you know, that's where most um some of our of our tra- tra- you know, dramatic transformations have started with some type of starter program. But the whole less mills concept really intrigued me because it is lightweight, you know, and it's um, you know they can go at their own speed, and like Joe even said, you can do it without weight. Joe, this is John. Yo John. Um, I had a, a
2: friend ask me um, with uh, the combat, what the, what version, or I, I don't know how you how they do it in the classes. You know what what version it would be, or what you know level would be at. So I, I didn't know how to really answer her. Um, can you enlighten me more about what the difference between, you know, combat on the DVD is compared to what it is in the classes and what the difference is between there?
3: Yeah, um, I think the, no, we, we didn't get the, uh, I didn't get all the programs in one of our kits. Uh, the combat one, I believe is only 30 minutes, correct? Or is it uh, 45?
2: No, it's, I think it's 45.
3: 45 minutes. So, um. Combat is is with the rest of the Les Mills programming. Just like uh, we did in the, the Combat, uh, or the, excuse me, the, the Les Mills Attack, which I know is only thirty. Um, all all Les Mills programs are fifty five minutes, give or take. It depends on the music, but they're 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 advertised as fifty five minute formats. Every single program has a set format. So for Pump, you have those same ten tracks. You always start with the warm up. You always finish with the cool down. You have those eight main tracks in between. Combat is, um, uh, is structured the exact same, where the first track is a warm-up, the last track is a cool-down, and then in between, you have structured uh, a structured program, where your first track, uh, excuse me, track two is combat training one, where we take into a bunch of types of mixed martial arts, like taekwondo, kickboxing. Track three is power training. Track four um, is, is combat training number two, and so on and so forth. So every single format, or excuse me, every single program like a combat has that structure. So if you were to go to a gym, you would actually be able to jump into it a lot easier. You were able to be able to jump into a combat class a lot easier and be more familiar and more comfortable. Have you had you done that home version of combat? What Dan and Rach did, which the other progr- you know, program directors for combat, is they took a lot. Of, they took all the exact same moves that you do in a normal class, and they they changed. I know they had to change a few of the tracks around because it was a shorter format. But still, in essence, it is body combat, still less Mills combat. Um, and this is what we've already been seeing. Is I, I even had a lady come into a – came to a pump class. One of my pump classes just a couple of weeks ago. She had been doing – she's done Les Mills Pump at home. She would started at the beginning and did all the way up to uh, Pump and Shred and was ready to go to the 55-minute workout. And so her first full 55-minute pump workout was my live class. And when I watched her do it, it was my first time getting to watch someone do it that had been doing the home version. She looked so many times better than someone that would have, that was their first class ever. So she came into it, and she was already experienced because she, had been, she was already familiar with the formatting. So the formatting in all of the programs that you guys get are very similar, if not the exact same, that you would when you get into a live class.
2: Okay, thanks.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: The other question I had was, um, did you get to write your own scripts or the uh, the little comments that you always say? Um, or, or everyone says was that that uh, written or did that come from the heart.
3: Uh, for me, half of it—I uh, should say more than half of it—was was my goofball self. Um, I <laughs> I've always I've always put humor into my workouts, especially a weightlifting workout. It tends to uh, be quite. It, it can feel quite monotonous and and boring, especially with, uh, when you're just lifting weights and and also it's kind of unnerving sometimes when you're teaching to a bunch of people and they're just staring at you. So, um, when I get nervous, I I start making jokes and I I did that at the very, very beginning and it just is always kind of going. So, um, yeah, like the the getting down on the floor getting dirty, there was your, those all kind of came from things that I, um, I, uh, those are the edited versions (laughs) of some of the stuff that I had said, um, and they they obviously made us back off on something, but uh, and then there were some other things too where we uh, we'd say something and it got developed a little bit more. Um, but for the most part, I'd say over eighty percent, if not more, was uh, came from all of us. I mean, these guys, including uh, I mean, we've all been teaching. We've all we all have our own little quips, and our own little sayings. Like I say uh, uh, in, in attack, or I've said in all my classes, if you. You know, the more you squeeze your butt now, the more someone's going to want to squeeze it later. It's just it's little things like that that we've always kind of said in our normal classes that we were uh, we were fortunate enough to bring over into uh, the filming.
0: That's awesome. I love that.
3: Yeah. Between so. this and also saying, um,
2: you know, don't don't you want to look good
3: naked, that's probably our two favorite sayings so far in this household.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's,
3: uh, there's like I said, the – you guys are hearing the edited versions <laughs> of some of what, had, uh, of what we had said, especially after we've been, we have been uh, filming for quite a while. And, um, you know, that's the, the thing on those workouts is you guys see the finished product. We did uh, every single one of those workouts um, we did back-to-back in a row twice, each single one um, while we were filming. So the, all those workouts we would do, we did the whole thing all the way through, one full take. We would uh, we had ten minutes. and Our shirts dried in a dryer, and then we did all over again, um, and so they could pull from the best stuff. So um, yeah, you guys got the best of. There was some pretty raw stuff, I'm sure, <laughs> in the in the editing room.
0: Joe, I'm going to switch directions here a little bit and kind of talk about nutrition a little bit. Um, what is the less Mills trainers in your experience with? Uh, have you guys done Shakeology at all? Have you guys implemented that into your own um, you know diet? you know teaming up with Beachbody um
3: you know i i can't speak for anybody else i think uh I, I know some of the trainers uh were a little bit more into it um i've tried the Shakeology i just actually i i just got the uh the, the new flavor in the mail a couple of days ago they sent me a box of it so i haven't had a chance to try it yet um i'll give it a shot pretty soon but uh I remember i tried the chocolate one it was good i think uh i think I think the, the product is good. I think the, all the ingredients, it's amazing what they can put into stuff these days. Um, when it comes to the nutrition aspect, uh, you know, I, I think everyone knows what they should and shouldn't eat. Now, obviously, when it comes to a specific goal, there's a lot of things. Training, the the meal guides, that come with the program, not just less milk no Pump, but all the stuff with P90X and everything. I think that's great. Um, but, I think I, I, John, I had said that, uh, earlier, like I'm not the, I'm not the best person to talk to when it comes to nutrition. Cause, uh, I, to be honest with you, I still love a cheeseburger from time to time. Don't tell anybody, but, uh, so well, we all do. edit, edit, edit that part out of the, uh, the recording Say, Okay.
0: <laughs> well, we all do, Joe. I think one of the greatest things about, you know, Beachbody in general, and sounds like, you know, some of your beliefs is that you get in the great shape that you are now. Yeah, so you can enjoy those things, you know, five, ten 10% of the time. You know, yeah, it, it'd be absolutely insane to give up everything you love for the rest of your life. That's not a way to live. So, yeah, no, I, I absolutely. agree, man. I, I, I have my temptations and have them fulfilled from time to time.
3: Yeah. You know, it's all, it's all moderation. I think that's the biggest thing that uh, a lot of people forget. They say, for these diets and these fads are like, know this, know that you can't eat any of this. You can't eat any of that. And I think everything is, as in everything in your life should be in moderation. Um, and is, that's and like you said, that's what keeps you happy. It's like I, I work out, and I love working out. I love exercising. I love teaching classes. I love getting my workouts in. But ha- a lot of the reason I do it is so I can enjoy some of those vices, which might be a cheeseburger or something like that from time to time. That makes me happy. I don't want to just keep eating uh, the same thing for the rest of my life. That doesn't sound like any fun to me at all. So I think now with – the, the flip side of that or the argument for that is, yes, I'm in a place where I'm able to do that, and what about those people that aren't able to do that? You know, if, if you have a specific goal, there sacrifices you have to make. If you want to lose 20 pounds, yeah, there's going to be some things you got to cut out of your diet or there's some things you have to sacrifice, but that's because you have a specific goal. And I think the Shakeology, I think uh, the nutrition guides and everything like that, I think those are awesome tools to help people reach those goals, for sure. Awesome.
0: Guys, any other questions for Joel?
2: Yeah, Joel, I have one more question. The The one question I, I do have is, well, the one thing I hate about PUMP at this point is I'm a month and a half away from finishing the program, and, of course, I'm going to go ahead and continue to do the program, but is there any plans to, you know, have some of the other... Um, You know Les Mills stuff that is in the gyms come back out on you know for uh, you know bonus workouts.
3: You know it's it's, I've been asked that question and you guys I wish I could tell you I wish I had an answer for you. Um, I but I don't I have absolutely no idea um, what the plans are with those guys. (laughs) Unfortunately, Um, I will tell you that what you can do with what you have is limitless so with your workouts with your your pump extreme and your pump revolution you can keep going with those workouts now yes it is the same music yes it is the same uh coaching but that still in essence is a less milled 55 minute pump workout so just because you finish that workout or just because you finish the program doesn't mean that you're done you can what the means is you time to get some more weight on that bar and start pushing yourself a little bit more
2: you saw my i'm I'm pretty sure you saw my picture on uh you know SSSP. but uh you know we have a whole shrine wall here now of weights and bars and you know right media.
3: so right you know i'll there. tell you i, I lo- that was awesome it was a great picture and I'll tell you what guys it's now especially for the guys doing this program um i mean you saw some of the weights that we did in the in the videos and you know yeah we had the in the silver bar um that uh, myself and Petter and sheldon we all had some points in there. You guys noticed there was a different colored bar. That was a weighted bar, too. So there's – but we still we still dialed it back. There was uh, – I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. It wasn't easy. Uh, we still had some weight, but it, it, there's still more weight that, you know, could have been done and can be done and, and is done. And when I taught – like I taught Pump last night is, you know, I've been doing this eight, nine years, and I've worked it up to the point where I'm strong enough to where I simply – I can't put any more weight on the bar. The the bar doesn't have enough room for me to put more weight on there for squat. So you can't get to that point. Now, I still only weigh 185 pounds. I'm not getting any bigger. I'm just getting stronger. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, the possibilities are limitless on this stuff.
4: I have a question, Um, Joel. This is Christy. Um, You guys look just absolutely Every single person in the video looks like, has like the perfect shape figure. And um, you don't always, like I don't always see that every video. <laughs> but you guys are all like perfect looking. And and my big thing, my big question is, do you guys like, even like all the women in there, um, do you guys only do, do they only do the lessons workout or do they incorporate other things with, those workouts to look like that
3: they do um they, they a lot of them do a lot of other stuff um I, I don't think any of us do strictly just the Les mills workouts now mm-hmm. a lot of these guys um are trainers that uh that are, are flying around the kind con- uh, flying around the world all the, all the time doing stuff so um you know also has a she also does a lot of dancing um she has her own dance um company and, and does a lot of the other Les Mills dance programs. Jericho does the same thing. Um, so there's there's a lot of programs they do for Les Mills and there's, you know, all at the same time there's they also get their own workouts in if it's a, a yoga or stretch or things like that. So it's a little bit of everything. You know, the, the, the cool thing though, I think I know there's been some feedback on that, like well that's not what they look like all the time is it really with these guys on stage you know, what Petter looks like and what Jericho looks like. I just saw Jericho two weeks ago. Um, she still looks like that. Like So these are real people. They do absolutely, actually look like that, and it's because of everything that we do with Les Mills, for sure.
0: Awesome. Well, Joe, I want to pre- uh, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, we've basically filled the whole hour with just questions. That was awesome.
3: Uh, sorry for taking all the time.
0: No, we can, we're we going to go a little bit longer for those that want to stay on, but uh, I, I didn't want to keep you any longer for th- than the hour, and I really appreciate you joining us tonight.
3: Absolutely. And, and you guys, and I told John, it was, um, it was my pleasure. And any time you guys want me on, or, or if there's questions, and that's the big thing is I – not familiar with the business aspect of each body, but when it comes to the workouts, and I know that uh, you, you guys probably get a lot of the questions when it comes to the, the workout specific, the specifics of the workout. And so I'd love to be able to help you answer those questions. Um, You'll know, find me on Facebook and, and I, I answer everything that comes across on Facebook. And that's a great tool to, to keep connected with myself and, and all the trainers, um, especially the ones that are over uh, in different parts of the world, but like petters, Peter's in Madrid right now, and he's he's always on Facebook as well, and he answers all those questions too. So, um, you know, I want you guys to not hesitate and ask that because it's, you're the ones that are out there, you know, that are helping people become aware of this product as well. So I, I want to thank you, all of you guys, for for doing that because it's, it's an amazing product, and, and I'm so happy that it's finally getting to the point where everybody can can do it, not just the people in the gym. So,
0: thank you guys. For sure. We'll, we'll post your profile on our team page, so people can add you. And if they have any more questions, connect with you.
3: Absolutely, that'd be great.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you, Joel. Um, I really appreciate it. And thank you, John and Nancy, for for setting this up and and, and helping us get Joel on. I really appreciate it.
3: For sure, guys. And I'll see you. We'll I'll firm. see you. See you in Vegas. Right on.
0: Take care, Joel. Thanks for joining. All
3: right. Bye. Bye. Appreciate it.
0: Okay, guys, um, for those that want to stay on, I'm going to take about another 10 or 15 minutes and just talk about something that um, actually for me has been something, you know, Christy kind of described earlier being afraid of weights and things of that nature for so long. And this is something that I was just kind of afraid of because I didn't really know much about it, and I really haven't embraced it. And I got to spend um, basically five to six days last week when I was in Florida with uh, 10-star diamond coach Mindy Wender. And she's built a big part of her organization and a big part of her success has come from this topic, and that's Twitter, okay? Twitter is something that I just didn't really know about, didn't understand it, didn't know what the heck a hash mark was, didn't know what it did, didn't know the at symbol, and really was kind of baptized and kind of put in, you know, she was helping me send some posts out and add Twitter to, you know, my my status updates where they go both to Twitter and to um, Facebook, and really utilizing pictures to Twitter as well, because I didn't really realize that you can do twit pics and such. Um, and what I have found over the last, basically the last uh, seven days, I've been using Twitter pretty regularly now. I had like 21 followers, okay? I'm almost to 300 now. And that's really nothing that I've done. It's just from basically posting um, the same types of status as I do in Facebook, but using a couple symbols you know using the hash mark for one you know if you guys have iPhones if you have droids which most people on the call I'm sure do you need to download a couple applications one of them is called Hoot Um, another one is called TMF which stands for tweet my face it allows you to update Twitter MySpace and Facebook off of one application and if you're into pictures like I am I love to upload mobile pictures iPhone users, I've been told I can't find it on the Droid. You guys have to find a, a comp, complimentary um, uh, platform or get a real phone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, there's a program called Instagram that allows you to upload photos to both Facebook and Twitter, and you know, status those pictures where they where they would go up on on both platforms. The the hash mark, guys, is I think the greatest thing since sliced bread, now that I know what it is. Hash mark or pound symbol, if you guys want to know exactly what it is, or Christy really put it a great way, it's a tic-tac-toe sign. The um, the hash mark is so critical in understanding connecting with people. So to give you guys an idea, if you were updating, you know, if you were using Instagram or Hootsuite and you were updating your status or a picture upload, and let's say you were just putting a picture of yourself working out, okay? you got some weights in your hands, and you're doing P90X, or let's say Les Mills Pump, since we just just had Joel on. So you're going to put a status up, you know, I'm doing hash mark Les Mills Pump for my workout tonight, and I can't wait to have my hash mark Shakeology after. What happens with that post is when it goes out on Twitter, is it basically puts a hyperlink on the word Shakeology and Les Mills Pump. So everybody else who's passionate about that project, or the, uh, Twitter likes to call it discovery, everybody that's passionate about that type of topic, it shows up on the Les Mills Pump or Shakeology Twitter page. Okay? Your post shows up, and that's how you get people to follow you. That's how you get people to connect with you. I've already signed a coach using Twitter, and I've already sold – Three, three now challenge packs in a week, just basically doing that hash mark. So it's very powerful. Twitter is, I think, almost more powerful um, in some respects than Facebook. And obviously you need to be using both social media platforms. But Twitter, I've really been, you know, um, brought out of the darkness on it over the last week. Jeffrey,
4: what's the difference between the, the, is it the hash mark you call it, between that and the other?
0: The at symbol? Those are the yes. Those are the two most used symbols. There's two but other what, ones. What are
4: the difference? Like why would you use the, the at symbol in front versus the hash mark? Can you, can you explain the differences?
0: Yeah, think of the at symbol as like you're posting on somebody's wall on Facebook. Okay? So the at symbol, all of us have screen names on Twitter. Mine is Jeffrey Spartan. No, no surprise there. So if you've done, um, I'm at Disney with at Jeffrey Spartan and about to go to Magic Kingdom, that specifically is going to go like on my wall in Twitter, which is called just basically mentions, okay? That's basically calling me out. I'm going to get an alert on my phone that someone just mentioned my name. So think of the at symbol as like you posting on my wall, Christy.
4: So that's not going to – so only your followers are going to read that, or will that go out to everybody?
0: Really, only my followers will see that. Um, The at symbol is just kind of meant to connect with people and – you know, kind of get a public conversation going. Okay. Twitter also allows you to do private conversations, which is called direct messaging. We'll talk about that in a second. But the at symbol is like posting on somebody's wall. So think of it as the only people who are going to see it, they go to my wall. So the only wall. people who are going to see it on Twitter are those who follow me. So the at symbol is like, kind of like including somebody in your status, if that makes sense. The hash mark is the way to connect with people that you don't even know who are passionate about the same thing that you are, you know, and you have more passions than just Beachbody, more passions than just Last Mouse Pump and P90X. Everybody knows I'm a Disney freak, you know. People know I like like Lincoln Park. So, you know, I've been doing some of those types of mentions too just to find and connect and network with other people because, you know, your passions in life, whether they're all health-related or if you have other things, you know, you can find people in those types of passions as well connect with them, because the conversation is eventually always going to go, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a Beachbody coach. So you see how you can connect the two. So the hash mark is a great way to find additional people. Just like you guys go out and find people on Facebook by reading statuses, reading the news feed, um, connecting in groups, think of the hash mark as a way to do that in Twitter. When you just put a status up using Hootsuite or Instagram, one of the tools to upgrade Twitter Think of that hash mark you're going to put in front of anything that's popular culture.
4: It's okay. Hootsuite hoot and what else?
0: Hootsuite is kind of like for pure um, status updates. And, and it's hoot,
4: Hootsuite.
0: Yeah, Hoot as in like an owl, H-O-O-T.
4: Okay. And then what's the other one?
0: The other one is for like pictures. It's called Instagram.
4: Okay. So it's only Hootsuite and Instagram are the two you use.
0: That's the two that I'm using. There's plenty more out there. You know, there's plenty more out okay. there. The other, the other one I also use, Christy, from time to time, is called Tmf, Tweet My Face. Just, it's called Tmf. Okay. So, you know, the, those. Now
4: I do have a, I do have a question, and I, maybe some other people don't know this. Um, but um, like I wrote about the Les Snow Pump today, yeah. um, because a lot of people don't even know it's on um, DVD. So I did. Um, the symbol you were talking about, and I call it the tic-tac-toe because it's easier for me to remember. And then I put that in front of nose pump, and I noticed the only thing that highlighted was less. Am yeah. I supposed to put that symbol um, in between um, those words or just in front?
0: The hash mark is meant to go all one word, okay? You don't put a space. Okay. You don't put a space. Oh,
4: so my problem was is I put a space.
0: Yeah, you don't put a space. I think the only thing... And somebody on the call might be able to correct me. I think the only thing you put the space in is for the direct messaging. And maybe, I'm not sure if the retweet has a space or not. I can't think off the top of my head. But I know that the at symbol and the hash mark, the two most commonly and popularly used ones, there's no spaces, Christy.
4: So you only have to put the hash mark in front. You don't have to put it behind also. No, you don't put it behind.
0: You do want a space after the the word, though, to to start the rest of your conversation.
4: Okay, perfect. Thank you.
0: Yeah, the, the hash mark is kind of put in any – and this is just, you know, my opinion of it. And next week, guys, we're going to have Mindy Wender on with us, who um, I really owe a lot to for showing me and opening my eyes to this, and she's going to probably, you know, be able to go into this a little bit more. But the, the hash mark is really put in front of things that I would call popular culture, things that you want to connect with, connect with other groups, you know, the 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 um, the fun nouns, if you want to call it that way, the P90X, you know, Insanity, Les Mills Pump, the word Shakeology for your business. Um, for me, I'm going to put it in front of Disney, Walt Disney World, Disney Park. You know, the, the night, last Wednesday, me and Mindy spent 24 hours straight in the Magic Kingdom for that 24-hour day. So we were uploading a lot of photos, and we would put hash mark 24 Disney because that's, that was a topic that was started that day, basically, and there's a lot of people in the park uploading photos. We were all connecting and talking to each other. And I actually put um, Hashmark, well, I think it was Disney Parks, and they used one of my photos I shot of the castle. You know, they mentioned me in it, so it was kind of neat. So it's a great way to find people. And the cool thing you can do, Christy, and the rest of the people who are really interested in this Twitter conversation, is when, you're, you know, when, you mention those, when you mention those things and you go to your Twitter page, whether it's on your phone or whether it's on the computer, and you see your statuses, you see your tweets are called, you can click on those hash mark names. You can click on the Shakeology. You can click on the P90X, and it takes you to that page, and you see all the posts for the last several days to several hours from people that have posted. Now you can follow a lot of people. So it's like,
2: it's like opening up
0: a phone book, if you want to call it. It's like opening up a phone book of all these people that have the same interests as you that were tweeting about the same things.
4: And how do you write those people? Like if you wanted to write someone...
0: You can actually do a direct message. Right on their page, there's a button called direct message. Okay. You can send them direct messages. And, no, I know what a lot of people using Twitter are doing. Um, A lot of people will connect with these people and eventually move the conversation over to Facebook because I can guarantee you that the majority Uh of the people who are using Twitter are using Facebook as well. So because Twitter only has a 140-character limit, you're not going to be able to send them a really detailed direct message. So it's going to be more like a little – think of the direct messaging for those old schoolers on the call that used to use AIM instant messaging or some of those old you know, messaging services where you had a little bubbles back and forth. But for iPhone users, it's like it's like text messaging, okay? The direct messaging is just like little bubble conversations. So because you only have 140 characters, you're not going to be able to send them a lot of information about coaching or about the program they're interested in or whatever. So you're going to take that conversation. You're going to tell them, hey – Connect with me on Facebook so we can talk more. And that's how what I did with the with the two of the three challenge pack people. I moved them over to Facebook. Hey Jeff. Yeah. Hey
5: Steve. Um, I did have a, a tip or two about Twitter.
0: Yeah, go for it. Steve's been using it longer than me, so he's actually taught me some too last week.
5: Uh, with Twitter, what you're going to want to do is have your have your page as uh, as public. You don't want it as private because if your page is Private and you put a hashtag, or you add another user. Um, if, you, if you put a hashtag or add another user, that person or the people who are after that post never see your post because it's
0: private.
4: Yep. Can you
5: please
0: so,
4: put yourself on mute because I can't hear them.
0: So whoever's not talking, guys, put yourself on mute. Oh, did, do, you, do you want
5: me to say that again,
4: guys? Yeah. I just yeah, please.
5: Yeah. Okay. No problem. Oh, no. What I was saying was. When you set up your Twitter account, in the settings, you can go in there and set it for private or public. And you want to have it as public because if it's private, um, anybody who you tag with the at symbol or any time you put a hashtag in front of uh, one of the key terms that Jeff was talking about, the person will never see that message. Or um, your, your tweet will not go into the public space where someone can click on that hashtag and see what you wrote. So it's very important that you don't have it as a, a private account because you're missing out on a lot of opportunities that way.
4: I'm looking, and I don't see where it says private or – It's under
0: settings, Christy? I know. I'm,
4: I'm under settings right now.
0: Okay. You see the tweet privacy?
4: Um, I see password, mobile notifications, profile design, and I'm in my account right now.
0: Are you actually, are you actually on the computer or are you on okay. the
4: – I'm on the computer under settings.
0: Okay, because I'm in my profile right now, and if I click on the little picture of the guy with the down arrow and I yep. click account, account, it brings up my username, email, language, time zone.
4: Yeah, are you clicking on settings?
0: Yep, I'm clicking on settings and when you click okay,
4: on
0: at. you click on settings it brings up to the left account, password, mobile, notifications, profile. Yeah. Click on account. Okay. And then you're gonna want to go down to Tweet privacy, and you want to make sure it's unchecked so they're public.
4: Oh, crap. I'm trying to find account, and I can't find it.
0: It's not over to the left underneath your name?
4: Um, I just see uh, my name, the email address, and it says language time zone. Yeah. yeah and you then wanna, you're on the right page.
0: You're, you're on the right page. Tweet location, and underneath it, it says tweet media, and then tweet privacy.
4: It says protect my tweets. And then I don't have that checked.
0: Yeah, that means you're public.
4: Okay, great. (laughs) Thank you.
0: That's where you do it, right, Steve?
4: So to make sure, I do not want to have that checked, marked, protect my tweets. I want to have that unchecked. Correct.
0: Correct. That means everybody can see you and communicate with you and add you. Okay, great. Thank you. Great tip, Steve.
5: Yeah, that was that was my little my little pro tip for the evening,
0: Jeff. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Yeah, Steve's someone that's been using Twitter too for a while, so I might even have him be part of the conversation next week next week as well. And if anybody on the call is a regular Twitter user, by all means, speak up here and give any tips because I am still in the novice state. I'm still learning. I'm a quick learner. You know, I'm going to get very good at it. Um, just kind of my determination. When I when I want to do something, I'm going to do it. So I'm going to get good at Twitter, and I'm going to make sure that I don't get scared this time and really start utilizing it a lot, because I saw the power of it last week. Hi, so um,
4: Jess? Yeah. Um, did you – so this is Jessica. I was tweeting with you guys earlier in the week and actually did get a few new followers off my hashtag. Yep. So do you actually direct message all of your new followers? Mm-mm. What I'm doing
0: is is I'm basically looking at, you know, I I will, because, you know, I hashtag something and I did get a lot of followers, I may go to that person's page. But what I'm really also interested in doing more, Jessica, is going to that popular culture page. I I keep calling it that. Twitter calls it discovery page. I'm clicking on the the, the thing that I hashtag that discovery link, and I'm just reading all those posts. That's how I found the one coach. I was reading all those posts. And I was reading all the different people and I'm looking for the same things you're looking at when you're looking at status updates in Facebook on the newsfeed, just something okay. that would enable me to start a conversation with that person. Okay. So that's what I was doing, you know, not to say that I haven't connected, to actually one of the people that one of the three challenge packs I sold, they added me because of my tweet and that's how the direct messaging started. And then we moved it over to Facebook. So that person asked me some questions.
4: Yeah, I was kind of wondering how in the world you ended up with a new coach and three challenge packs just by
0: because I just took some direct con- I just took some direct conversations offline with some of these okay. people that started following me or
4: you-
0: people that I that I used to ask some questions of based on their discovery page.
4: Okay, so you actually go to the Shakeology page or go to the Turbo Flyer page and yeah. go and just start looking for people that are, that maybe look like they're looking for more info or look like.
1: Yeah, you do that
4: on Twitter, Jeffrey? You do that on Twitter.
0: Obviously, you're doing some of the same things, Jessica. You're 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 not looking for the people, obviously, that are posting. You can tell are already coaches, you know.
4: Right. I mean, and Twitter opens it up because on Facebook, I see mostly people I already know, whereas Twitter, this public thing opens it up to where I can see all kinds of people yeah. that I don't know. Exactly. And I know, like, the Turbo Fire page on Facebook is just, full of people constantly hawking people trying to be their coach.
0: Yeah, you don't see that on Twitter. The, the one thing about Twitter is it's almost yeah. overwhelming. I mean,
4: yeah.
0: I could literally sit at the computer all freaking day and find people. You know, and it's like Facebook. Yeah. Sometimes it's an endless hole. you got to get away from it for a while. But yeah. the possibilities are endless I see from Twitter. Okay. You know, and I've seen – heard of a lot of coaches who have built the primary part of the organization just from Twitter.
4: Okay. I, I can see how it could happen. Yep. I was just curious as to how you went from one to the other, but now it makes much more sense. When you first said it, I assumed that you were messaging your new followers, but. No. Some the cases they
0: messaged me. Some cases, you know, I just went to that discovery page and started, started conversations with a few people. And I probably could have done a lot more. I mean, this is just the way I'm doing it. There might be even be better ways, and you know, Mindy might even say some of her things that she's been doing next week when we have her on. You know, she's she's uh, probably much more seasoned and experienced than me, but there's probably a lot she has to learn too about about Twitter.
4: I get the impression that direct messages are not to be abused. Like, um, Twitter seems to be a much more public forum that you just don't direct message people that often. You and, know, and there's
0: also some rules around direct messaging where I think you can only direct message somebody that's already following you or vice versa. So that is correct. Back to me well, what was that, Steve? That is correct. Yeah, you, those per, that person has to be following you already to direct message them. Oh, okay. So that's part of that protection that you just mentioned, Jessica. You don't yeah. abuse it. That person's got to be following you to direct message anybody because I, you know, I learned my first couple of times to try to direct message somebody and I got an error. They weren't following right.
4: me. That's good or to know. Can always, you can always put their name with an at and put it on their page and start a conversation.
0: That's, yeah, that's like the wall. The direct messaging is D yeah. space their name. Right. And then there's also one that I don't really, I haven't, and Steve, maybe you can help me with this one because I know you got that bromance going with Carl right now. Um, <laughs> the whole retweet thing. Can you explain that in a better way? That, cause I, I'm still trying to figure that out.
4: Oh, you just retweet somebody else's
0: status. I don't ever see right. it pop up in my in my page when I retweet somebody. How does it? Where does it show up?
5: When, oh, I, when you like when you retweet someone personally, it won't show. You won't be able to see it on your own timeline, but your followers will see that you retweeted that person.
0: Okay, so my page, which shows all my tweets and my activity, does not show retweets. <coughs>
5: Correct. But if we went, if I went to your page, I would see things that you retweeted
0: so you would see it but i won't see it correct okay um, that makes much more sense um, i feel cuz i feel like i'm doing something wrong sometimes but yet i've seen a couple of people comments on my retweets and i'm like why the hell isn't it showing up on my page
5: yeah that's another thing like with comments like with the whole uh, with the carl thing like when i would say something to him and he would respond back like he would kind of when you when you retweet somebody you can edit what their message was and add your own message on top of it so you could say like at Jeffrey Spartan, blah 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 blah, and then you could retweet that, and in front of the at Jeffrey Spartan, you could say like, "Hey Steve" or something along those lines, and in that case, it will show up on your timeline, and it will also show up uh, the original message that you were retweeting. If that makes I, sense.
0: I gotcha. Yeah, Steve's had some some really interesting, not interesting. It's awesome. He's been basically been retweeted by Carl what three or four times now.
5: Yeah, about two weeks.
0: Yeah, Carl keeps retweeting all of his stuff, which is neat. He's following Steve, and that's awesome.
4: Um, Jeffrey Ambrooster. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I just, I, I guess, um, I typed in Les Mills Pump. And the first fifty people that are tweeting are all beach body coaches.
0: Yep. I typed I in you'd...
4: Shakeology and the first hundred and fifty people are all beach body coaches. Yep. Like almost everybody's a beach body coach on here, so I don't know.
0: Not not necessarily. You, that list can go on and on. You got like I said, you could spend endless time in there, but you will find a lot of people who aren't Christy.
4: Okay. You'll I find just, a lot I, of people. Yeah. If yeah.
0: somebody tweets Shakeology, chances are they're going to obviously have a good chance to be a coach because that's part of our coaching network. But yeah. But the programs, the Les Mills Pump, the P90X which is where I found my three people. The P90X, okay. that's a social phenomenon. Not a lot of people are coached. You know, there's a lot, but not there's more coaches that are not in the P90X one. Okay. Because that's the most popular program we have, you know, I mean, okay. overall. Maybe not right at the
4: top. Yeah. That makes
0: sense. I I actually just seen Carl tweet that I think um, Insanity was number one infomercial now, and P90X had dropped to, like, four. So it just depends on what time of year what's going on. Those things, they can go back and forth. Jessica, go ahead. Oh,
4: I was just saying I felt really
0: special when Carl followed me. I was like, oh, my God, Carl's following me. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. And you know the, the 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 amount of people that will all of a sudden start following you just based on those hash marks—it's almost mind-boggling. You know, I've I've seen. A lot, I went to a lot of people before I really kind of understood it. I went to a lot of people's pages, and I see they had like twenty-five thousand followers. Some of these coaches that we that we know, I'm like, how in the heck do they get twenty-five thousand? But now I see how it can happen. You know, in just a week, I've added like three to four hundred people, between three and four hundred. So I can see how it can, it, can, it can amount a lot, especially when you're using things like Instagram and posting pictures, too. You know, because when you upload to both services, people that are looking at Facebook are going to see, oh, he's using Twitter, I can tell by the language, the hash mark. You guys are going to start seeing a lot of my posts on Facebook with the hash mark and the at symbol because you can tell I'm going to be using a service that uploads them both. So when they see that, they understand the language, now they're going to go follow you on Twitter, too. So it's really neat when you use a service to upload both because when people see that language on Facebook, the Twitter users are going to go back to Twitter and start following you.
4: That's how I've been getting a lot of my, um, just recently, because um, I just started mine today, getting a lot of my non-coach friends, you know, they'll see me tweet, and then they're, they'll follow me.
0: Yep, yep. But you have an iPhone, Christy, so, yeah, you should be downloading yeah. the, the applications. They're all free. Okay. So... Any other awesome. questions, guys? I mean, that's really kind of about 20 minutes of Twitter. We're going to get a lot more. We're going to have Mindy for the first 30 minutes next week, and then I don't even know if Puck's still on or Jason, but he's going to have a special um, part of the call. Are you still there, Jason? Okay, we might. Have, I know he's in Vegas for a class. He's going to be doing a 30-minute part as well next week. So we got a couple really exciting things next week. Okay, any other questions, guys? It was a great call tonight. Okay, hugs to everybody. uh, I'll give you guys back the last hour of your day. You're at least over here on the East Coast, and if you're not, um, enjoy the last four hours of your day. And we'll talk to everybody next week.
5: Nice call, Jeff. Good night, Jeff. Good night,
0: everybody.